Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello and welcome, my friends. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here live on the air with me. I am always so grateful for you, for each one of you, for listening to my show live, archived, and also for downloading the show on iTunes. I do appreciate you all. Much love to you. Just a quick introduction. I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching company. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal as well as a professional level. Some of the areas that affect our life are as follow but not limited to our personal growth, professional growth, money, finances, spirituality, health, fitness, and also overall the quality of life. On this show, we have guests that come and help me along the way, and sometimes I host the show solo. Before I bring on my guests, I would like to set my intention as usual. My intention of doing this show is to help inspire you. I like to help inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire. It's all up to you. All I ask of you on the show is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your right, your life, so make the decision that is right for you. My guests are professional in their field, so if you like, you can reach them directly from the information I provide on the show. And remember, the show is intended to be for information purpose and also thought-provoking. If you'd like to know more about me and how I can help you and be in service to you, please visit my website at www.coachingbyria.com. You can also send me a message here on the show, so make sure you follow the show for up-to-date information. You can also email me at coachria, one word, at gmail.com. That's coachria at gmail.com. I'm also on Skype, so please reach out to me if I can help you in any way. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Ria will return in just a few moments. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome. I am your host, Kotria. You are listening to Your Life Now radio show. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I am dedicating the show today to Thanksgiving and the gratitude. I hope you have um, a lot to be thankful for and not just today on Thanksgiving, every day thereafter. So, my friend, do you know, can you even imagine what would life look like if, if, if your life, you live in a... You live your life in a gratitude for everything you have and also for the things that you don't have. What if you could wake up each morning and instead of planning your day, your first thing that you think about would be how grateful and how blessed you are for the day ahead and for every day. Can you turn these things around in your life by just simply being grateful and change your reality, change your life for the better. 
And the answer is yes, absolutely. So I know, I mean, realistically, some people will say, obviously, waking up happy and optimistic is, is not an easy thing. And for some people, you know, holiday like Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever holiday, you know, some of us celebrate are tough time for some people. But the thing is, if we really consciously bring our conscious awareness to what is going on in our life and be simply grateful for just our existence and start from there and then write some of these things down and start exploring some of the things that you really are grateful for, even the things that are not so good. You know, why are they there? They could be there to teach us a lesson. We're going to talk a little bit more about this with my co-host, Dr. Tony, who will be joining me. He's actually in the chat, in the um, studio with us, and he will be coming on shortly. But I just wanted to, you know, mention this to you. It's, it's really very powerful practice. I mean, you know, if you think about, you know, the scientifically was said, it will take about 21 days to really create a new habit. If you haven't in the past been very actively, you know, um, I want to say, you know, having the attitude of gratitude and thinking about the things that you truly are grateful for. If you have ever listened to my show in the past, you know I have shared this many, many times. I have a ritual that I do every single day when I wake up and when I go to bed. And I go through my gratitude every single morning when I wake up. I start by saying, I am so grateful for my life. I mean, that's a start. You got another chance to be alive, okay? So that is right there, a start to be grateful for. And then I just say, you know, I am so grateful for this great day ahead. I'm already assuming or planning my day to be a great day. And then, you know, I just run through the things that I'm grateful for, for who is in my life, for the things that happen in my life, for the things that I hope to happen in my life. So you see that? It's like a mind over matter. So I wanted to share something that had Professor Robert Emmons had, uh, had said. He's a world-leading expert on the psychology of gratitude. And uh, he said, thankful heart creates a thankful home. A gratitude precedes altitude. And he also said, you know, that most, and this is based on actual study, that the people who practice a grateful thinking reap emotional, physical, and interpersonal benefits. So I'm going to play a little bit of his, um, uh, his audio when he talks about the power of gratitude. So please stay tuned and hear that. Gratitude has a power. Power to do what? Gratitude, I believe, has the power to do three things, to heal, to energize, and to change lives. In fact, people do report a healing power to gratefulness that it can heal them of past hurts as well as give them hope and inspiration for the future. People report that it can change their lives, that it represents in many cases a turning of the mind to focus not on what, which one is lacking or deprived of, but which one has already. All right, so the definition of gratitude I want to share with you is very short, very simple, but it consists of two components. Number one, it's an affirmation of goodness. We affirm that there are good things, benefits, gifts, that life is good doesn't mean that life is perfect, that there are not some um, complaints, some burdens, some hassles of living uh, as well. But all in all, as we look at our life as a whole, if we look at life accurately, we can identify a number of good things or some amount of goodness in our life. 
that's one step. Second step, though, is figuring out where that goodness comes from. We make an attribution, psychologists would say. We make a causal decision, inference, where does this good stuff come from? Who do I give thanks to? If I am thankful, almost implies, doesn't it, a, a giver behind that gift. There's someone to give thanks to. Okay. And so we acknowledge or recognize the sources of this goodness are outside of ourselves. It wasn't anything that we necessarily did ourselves, right, which we might take pride in, let's say, or, or be happy, proud of something that we did. But in a, in, a, in a humble dependence, we acknowledge that other people did things for us, or if you are of a spiritual uh, mindset, you might attribute that to God or to a higher power, to a supernatural being, and say that there are other, other forces that provided this benefit for me, did for me what I could not do for myself, in which I recognize uh, a dependence, and I am grateful for that gift that I have received. Now, there's a distinction between feeling grateful, the short-term feeling, emotion of gratitude you might feel when you're given a gift, for instance, someone provides you with a benefit, you feel thankful, and that can be a very powerful feeling. I don't want to minimize that one. But there's a difference between that short-term feeling and saying that someone is a grateful person, that they habitually look at life from a, a grateful focus or through gratitude glasses. That's very different, I think. So we could, we could align the levels of gratitude on a continuum from the habit of saying thank you to a more a, a deeper abiding sense of thankfulness for life as a fundamental life orientation. That's a different level of uh, a degree of gratitude. So gratitude has complexity, has depth to it. And the more I study it and, and read about it and talk to people, the more I appreciate that it's not a simple just being appreciative or being thankful, that there are many nuances and complexities to gratitude. And we're not creating grateful people through these experiments. We want to, though, try to, I mean, I think that would be the ultimate goal, is to uh, help individuals develop gratitude more as a deeper orientation, as an attitude toward life, just because of those benefits that it seems to provide. What is a grateful person, you might say? Well, a grateful person is one who is able to receive right, gifts that, that other people are providing for them or life itself uh, as a gift. The grateful person at this other extreme end of this continuum of gratefulness is one who accepts all of life, good and bad. Everything that happens, they see it as a gift or potential gift. That's what the grateful person is. Now, that's quite a bit different from journaling about all the nice things happening to you, but uh, you have to start somewhere. Right? And we wouldn't assume that, that uh, all people find it very easy to keep a journal or to even think in a grateful framework because of some reason I'll talk about shortly some of the obstacles to gratitude which seem so much easier and so much more automatic and habitual than grateful thinking. We've developed ways to measure trait gratitude, dispositional gratitude, a very nice short six-item questionnaire we've used in a number of studies where we can identify more grateful and less grateful people. And we find, much like our intervention studies, that grateful people have advantages when it comes to success in life, that they tend to be happier, tend to be more satisfied. But they also are tended to be doing good things as well. It's not just feeling good that gratitude uh, produces positive feelings, but also leads to doing good, leads to acts of generosity, to compassion. Grateful people are more forgiving. Grateful people are more pro-social. Uh, they're helping other and people are saying this about them. It's not just them saying this about themselves. In our studies with their intervention, 
what we find when we, we sent surveys, questionnaires to spouses, roommates, partners, people who knew these participants well, and we asked them to rate how helpful uh, has you know Henry been in the last week or so, and how how much has they offered to you know take out the trash and all these things, and what they say is that they become something happened. I don't know what happened to Henry, but uh, keep doing whatever you're doing because he's a new person. He's changed now. He's become more outgoing, helpful, uh, generous, charitable, uh, and so on. And so we're finding this with grateful people as well as short-term increases in gratitude. Well, I think that grateful and ungrateful people have different ways of looking at life. It's, it's very hard, by the way, to find people who are very ungrateful. In fact, if you look, again, throughout the history of ideas, you see ingratitude being excoriated as a, as a vice. You know, it's one of the worst things people can say about you, that you're an ungrateful person. In some cases, it really represents sociopathy or antisocial behavior because reciprocity is such a universal norm that when people do good things for us, we do good things in return. We don't return harm for good. And so it's unusual to find an ungrateful person, but there are ones who are less grateful who have a different orientation toward life. For various reasons, they're going to focus more on what life is denying, what life is, um, uh, what they're losing out on, looking at life from a lens of scarcity versus a lens of abundance, looking in terms of a burden. Life is a burden. Uh, focusing on deprivations, resentments versus life as a gift, uh, satisfaction, what life is offering. Very different orientations. Of course, these are uh, extreme, and many people fall in between, and even the most grateful people have times where they feel you know, deprived and, and so forth and, and feel injustices are committed against them. But in general, we're talking about two extremes. They're the most grateful and the least grateful individuals. And I think part of the reason why we see the positive effects of gratitude is because on the left, we have this different orientation toward looking at oneself, looking at other people, looking at the world, a positive triad, which leads to, in general, more functional, positive outcomes. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Wow, welcome back, my friends. You are listening to Your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Potria. Thank you so much for being here, and happy Thanksgiving. If you are celebrating Hanukkah as well, happy Hanukkah. And, you know, the show today is really um, dedicated to uh, the, hopefully, the gratitude attitude. You know, gratitude is really a choice, a choice that could become a life-enhancing habit. So do you have what it takes to have an attitude of gratitude, my friends? So before, you know, um, you were listening to uh, Professor Robert Emmons about gratitude. And with me here, uh, my co-host, Dr. Anthony, or Dr. D, if I can call you. Welcome, my friend. Hello, hello, Maria. How are you? Good. So what do you think about what uh, Professor uh, Emmons has to say about gratitude? It's interesting, though, right? It was, yes. And gratitude, I mean, you know, when I look at it, I think it means different things for different people. Um, and I think that's so, so, what's so interesting about it because, like, when I look at gratitude, I was thinking about it today, is, you know, you, you take an acorn, and when you plant an acorn, it can only be one thing, an oak tree. It has the paramine oak tree and nothing else. So when you look at something like that, it can't be a pine tree, it can't be... Uh, a Christmas tree can only be an oak tree. But when we look at us, our gratitude, when we wake up every morning, 
what we should be grateful for is just being alive and being capable of doing whatever we like to do. Mm-hmm. We're really unlimited, and we're only limited by our beliefs, like we had talked about the other day. So I think right. when you're really grateful and when you realize that that oak tree can only be an oak tree, but we can do whatever we like to do, and I think that's our biggest, the biggest thing to be grateful for because your past does not equal your, your future. Where an oak tree is an oak tree. That's all it can do. It can never change that acorn. So when you look at gratitude on a larger scale, right. we should be grateful for being a human, for having a God or whatever you believe in, whatever higher power that gives us that option. And you can wake up and you can lay in bed or you can go to work. You can, you can smile or you can be sad. But the thing about gratefulness, and I'm learning it through, you know, even every day and learning more and more is whatever we do is always our choice. And I think where people become ungrateful is, and I'm realizing this with the past of my dog, he had, you know, when I, a couple of weeks ago, he taught me so much. I think that whatever you do, you have to be grateful for and stop beating yourself up and start, on, you know, and start understanding it because I don't want to look at someone being grateful, someone who's on a different course, they're grateful. If they weren't, they wouldn't be on that course. I think what they have to do is recognize that they're on that course by their choice and don't criticize themselves for being on that course. But our gratefulness every day is breathing, is waking up and having the power, you know, and and that is what's so important. And, um, you know, there's a lot of different things, different meanings of gratitude from different people. Well, you know, I mean, the, the basic, you know, what, uh, um, which what I agree with um, Professor uh, Emmons is, is, is really, I mean, when you have a, a, a grateful heart, you know, you, you, you can heal a lot of things, you know, in your life. Because, you know, I mean, when you just constantly come to that place, when you constantly just every time life throws, you know, like you said, it's, it's not like, you know, life is perfect. It's never perfect, Right. Because life is constantly going to be throwing things at us. It's just what we do with it. That's why it's a choice, right? It's a choice how we, we perceive things. It's a choice how, what we do with what happens with us. We can choose to take what it is. Like he said, you can choose to expect, accept life, all of it, all of it, the good and not so good, and then hoping whatever is not working that you can turn it into something that works and be, be grateful for it. You know, and I think it's really, it's all about, you know, the mind and how we think about it. You know, how you perceive things, how you think of it. You know, I mean, it is a habit. It is it is a, also a choice that it can turn into a habit. So if you want to train your mind to become more grateful mind and grateful heart because the two have to connect together, then obviously that's the way that you can move from being an inspirational or, you know, or, you know uh, to be inspired action. You know what I mean? So like to start taking things and change things in your life because we're not talking about just saying it, you know, just say, oh, I'm so grateful for this. You've got to feel the feeling. And when you feel the feeling, the action follows. Is that, what, is that correct? Yes. Well, the thing is, adding on to what we can add on to what he said, it is true if you have love in your heart, you know, you're better, you, you see things differently. But understand, I know we, are, we talked about this before, you can never change the circumstances around you only the way you feel about it. Exactly. And with that, yes, but here's the key. If you come from a grateful heart of love, it's easier than if you come from anger in your heart. 
see, it goes back to the basic emotion. There's only two emotions, love and fear, and fear is the absence of love. Now, if you have love in your heart, it's easier for you to change the circumstances around you, the feelings. If you have anger in your heart, it's almost impossible. So you will not be grateful with anger in your heart, because you, therefore you cannot see the surroundings different. But resentment. it's never That's called resentment. Have it resentment in your heart. Yes, I mean, because he talked about that too. You know, being, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, he mentioned, uh, like, you know, I mean, like something did you wrong or whatever, and you're just holding the, you know, anger toward that person, and you're just like, you know, you can never see anything positive about them to be grateful for, right? Exactly. And the, the key to that, actually, you had, you, know, you had taught me this a while ago. To be happy, you always have to forget the past. You know, a happy family member... If that's always happy. The family's always happy. They forget the past. Right. And that is so important. So it is interesting. It's, it's really interesting. You know, I mean, but, our past is part of who we are, but we shouldn't live there. You know what I mean? I mean, that's. I think that's the difference. And that's what I think most people fall, you know, uh, victim because of that. You know, when when you think about your past and you sort of like stay there for a long time, and not come back to right now, you basically, that's what you're doing. You're just living that time right now, which is self-sabotaging if you think about it. Excuse me. So, I mean, it, it's really, it's not, you know, um, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to make it it's really so, simple. Like I said, it takes almost, and this is scientifically proven, it takes almost a 21 day to change something or introduce a new habit. And these are habits. These are choices. I mean, if you've been living by a belief in a certain way of living, we talked about that, you and I, and we mentioned this on the show all the time, it's all about the beliefs and what kind of beliefs are you really entertaining in your life? And are they really serving your purpose? Are you feeling the feeling? Have you really thought about what these beliefs are making you, you know, how they make you feel, and then, therefore, what the outcome, what does your life look like on the outside? So, again, it all starts from within. And like you mentioned before, you know, you cannot change the circumstances around you, but what you can change, how you respond to those things. And that's what what makes the difference. What's that? Do you think forgiveness comes before being grateful? I think forgiveness comes, it's, it's, no, it has to come after. I, well, no, wait a second. Let me think about this for a second. I don't want to jump into the answer in that question. Does forgiveness come before, wait, say that question again? Grateful. That's, that's, you, do you have to forgive before you can be grateful? Because I'm, yes. I'm just wondering. Yes, I think you should. I think yes, now you should. I think yes. And and why do I say that? Because let's say, you know, in order for me to say, like, I forgive you or I'm grateful for you, Dr. Um, Tony, right, in order for me to be really grateful for you and you have done something for me, am I really on the heart? Because so, okay, again, this is what you and I have been talking about for a while now. It's the connection between the mind and the heart, right? Who speaks the truth, right? Is it your mind or is it your heart? Or is it the combination of both? So your mind will tell you, no, you should not be grateful for this guy. Did you forget what he did to you? Okay? But your heart telling you, you know what? Like what what Professor Robert Evans said, 
He said, you know what? When you when somebody uh, uh, done something good to you, you don't return it with something bad. You return it with something good. So you always say, if you have a, a grateful heart, you will get exactly the same return. So my answer to you, no, you have to forgive in order for you to be grateful. If you cannot forgive yeah. somebody, you cannot be grateful for them. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think the same thing. That's exactly what I was thinking. Because, um, that's yeah, you have to forget, forgive. And as you forgive, then you be, you lose the anger in your heart, which is interesting, which is good. So, you know, I, I, I um, wanted to share this story, but we're going to take a short break, and, and I wanted to, you know, to mention it because, I mean, really we, we think about life is so overwhelming, and, and it can be. And it all, like, again, it's like how you deal with it, right? We talked about that. But here's, here's some of the, the interesting um, and uh, quote that I really um, like that I had uh, brought in to read on this show. William Faulkner he said, gratitude is a quality similar to electricity. It must be produced and discharged and used up in order to exist at all. Wow. Powerful. And yeah, uh, J.K. Yeah, Chester, uh, Chesterton, he said, I would maintain that thanks are the highest form of thought, hmm. and that gratitude is happiness doubled by wonder. If you want to turn your life around, try thankfulness. It will change your life mightily by Gerald Good. Well, the bottom line is, I mean, why am I sharing all these things? I mean, let's take the first, the first one. Gratitude is a quality similar to electricity. That's so true. It, it, you, you, in order for it to exist, in order for gratitude to exist, you have to produce it, you have to discharge it, and it has to be used up. And so also, you need in, the opposite to. Well, you need the opposite to create it. Also, in the. Well, that's the, the production. Need, that's the produce. That's the process, right? Right. Well, what's the opposite so, of gratitude? Wait, what's the opposite of gratitude? Ungrateful heart. I mean, what? Uh, I don't even know what would. Anger would be. It could be could it be anger? anger? Could it be? No, I wouldn't think. It... I wouldn't think anger. Now, um, well, the opposite of grateful heart is in in um, I guess ungrateful heart. You know, it's like yeah. something with like absence of good. There is no good and evil. It's it's either the present of goods and uh, the the absence of goods or something like that. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Well, to be grateful, we need to experience what it's like to be ungrateful. What well, I just want to say is that's why, you know, we live in a dichotomy. So when someone's ungrateful to you, they're actually teaching you to be grateful. And hmm. part of it is that, you know, like, there are poor people and unhealthy people in the world because that's what gives us the healthy people and the other people. We, we live in hmm. dichotomies, and that's one thing that always bothered me was, you know, we need the opposite to have the present. So right. we need, we, and you know, and when you think of gratefulness, wow, without, if we didn't have the opposite, we would not have gratefulness. We right. wouldn't know what it's like. We didn't have happiness, we wouldn't have anger. So whenever, you know, and this is a recent change, I think, you know, we see something that we may say, oh my God, that's not good, but it could be good for the person that's doing it. They may need to be there at that time. And that's why I was saying before, I think part of it is, Everybody is experiencing what they like to experience. 
and they may be grateful, and they just don't know it. But we still have to come from a loving heart. Yeah, but what any, at, at what level? See, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they are at any conscious level. Maybe at the subconscious level, level they are. No, the mind and the heart. In their, in their, see, that's what we talked about was in their mind, they may say, geez, I don't like being here. But the heart, for whatever reason, and we talked about this the other day, for whatever reason, that's where they think they should be. So I just, I, I just, when I see someone, like, what makes, what's changing me a lot now is being grateful to understanding the process of what we're going through. And right. the best thing is that we have the opportunity to learn. We have right. an opportunity to change everything. And that's what separates right. us from every other species out there. So when we're not grateful about something, think deeper. You are grateful, you just don't know why. Because if you weren't right. grateful, we wouldn't be there. Right. So I think we need to get it to a different vibration. That's what we're, that's what hopefully we're going to be doing in the future. It's understanding, well, why are you there? Like if someone, you know, Thanksgiving, everyone should be grateful. If, you know, part, first of all, if you're hearing this message, you're, you're better off than 95% of the world. Never mind, you know, not being grateful. There's people starving, 50,000 people, babies die a day of starvation. So just eating and hearing this message means that you are better off than 95% of people. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. So we have to be grateful for that. You know, I mean, I, I, but, have, I have a mixed, mixed uh, um, thoughts and, and feelings about this whole uh, concept. I mean, I agree with you to some extent, and I agree, you know, we, most people say it the same way. You know, if you look at the rest of the world and you see, you know, you'll be, you know, you should be grateful for what you have and whatever. But I take it differently. You don't really have to compare yourself to someone else to be grateful, okay? You know, knowing that somebody else's misery is going to make you feel better about yourself, I think that's not really the way to go no, about I'm it. No, I'm not saying that. No, no, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is a person that feels miserable shouldn't be saying that he feels miserable. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is no matter what you feel in your life right now, be grateful for it in a way. Right. Because if you can recognize that, then you can take it to another level. But what I'm right. saying is, if you if you're just like we, if you're just going to complain all day, you'll never change that vibration. Right. See, I don't believe God made any two people better than someone else. A rich person, a poor person. We still die. We still go through the same pains. You still get whatever disease you want. There's no such thing as one person being better. We are all equal. The difference is when we are one here, degree difference. Different, exactly, <laughs> and we. Everyone gets to the seventh chakra, the top crown chakra, 100% of God's energy, no matter wh- what you believe in. Once it enters the chakra, then we are free will because we, we are, we are um, not, God's not a dictatorship, it's a creation. He, you know, he doesn't tell us what to do because that's dictator, not creating. He's creating us. So what I'm saying is every person out there, if you are not grateful for where you are now, understand why in your heart why you're not grateful, and that's what you can change. I'm certainly right. not comparing anyone because... You know, no I mean, but I mean, you hear people saying it, not just you in per se, because you always hear people saying, you know, like, you know, if you, you know, if you, you know, see this person, you know, you would think it's like, you know, you should be grateful because this person didn't have this and you have it. No, I don't think like that. I mean, I think, you know, you, we, we don't build ourselves on the misery of somebody else, so we should be grateful for what we have because somebody else is, yeah. you know... Yeah. You know, I mean, that's not what it's all about. Really, not being in, 
Yeah, um, and I think that's what, you know, I mean, obviously the, the messages are always like that and really misleading. But we're going to take a short break, and I want to share the story with you as well, um, Dr. Tony. And uh, um, and then I also want to share some of the um, messages that I got. I'm going to play a couple of them, and uh, we'll be right back, so stay tuned. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Hello Rhea, this is Andy from the Freedom Talk Radio Network, wishing you all a very happy Thanksgiving Day over there in America. Andy's from the UK and Freedom Talk Radio is on the airwaves. Um, just like to send my gratitude to you Rhea, um, be kind to each other, care for each other, thank the Lord for the food the drink, the friendships, and just be grateful for what you've got. It's a kind world if you want it to be, and it can be an ugly world if not. Thank you all for being grateful to what you've got, and please, it costs nothing to say thank you. Goodbye. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for being here, whether you're listening to the show live. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Hanukkah as well. And for those who celebrate Hanukkah and uh, um, if you listen to the show archive, you know, know that this show is really dedicated to everyday gratitude, not just the Thanksgiving day. So I hope you have so much to be thankful for. And I'll be sharing a lot more of some of these voice messages that I've received from so many beautiful people who wanted to say, you know, their gratitude. So thank you, Andy, from England, you know, for your message. That was wonderful. Right, uh, Dr. Tony? <laughs> yes, it was. That was That good. was beautiful. So yes, yes. So, you know, and before the break, what's that? No, I just want to add one thing before. When we were talking about the mind and the heart, because, like, someone could be out there right now saying, you know, they may not feel grateful, say, because mostly people are, are talking about money problems right now, but someone may say, geez, if I make an extra $10,000, everything will be fine. And mm-hmm. the truth is that you make the extra 10000 still not fine, because you'll never be grateful that way, because you're not, you're, you're, you're asking, you're, we're here for giving, not for taking. And right. the truth is, you know, the only way you're going to, in your mind, you say, I want to make an extra $10,000. And in your heart, you're spending more money than you're making. It's right. you know, We need to combine those two together. And you've got to be grateful for where, where you are now. And making an extra 10000 making an extra 5000 getting a second job, or getting a new car, or getting a new boat, or whatever you want, isn't what it's about. It's about what you have right now, appreciating it and, 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 and respecting it and respecting the, 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 the heart part of you, not the ego part of you. I think that's yeah. why we always talk about ego and heart. So it is, you know, if you're breathing and I was, if you wake up with your eyes open and you're, you're, walk, you're walking, be grateful. Start because there. You know, that, that's the potential to do whatever you want to do. Exactly. Start there. That's why, I, like I, I mentioned, you know, my rituals when I start my day. I mean, you know, that's the first thing I do. I sit in my bed and I you just say, 
thank you for my life. That's the first thing that comes to my way, I mean, to my mind. And then the second thing is, like, I will say thank you for giving me another day so I might learn something new to be in service for myself and someone else, you know, in my life. I mean, there is so much, like I said, it's really our attitude about how we look at life in general. But like I mentioned, everything starts with practice. So let's, let me share this uh, story with you um, and our listeners, uh, Dr. Tony. And uh, it's really, you know, this is here's a guy um, who moves from inspiration and imagination to inspired action. And uh, this is um, the author of um, 365 Thank Yous, How Learning to Say Thank You Changed My Life. John uh, Farleek, I think his last name. And so here's how the story goes. This guy was 53 years old. He was broke. His small law firm was failing because clients were not paying. And then his painful divorce, his second painful divorce, was still waiting on him. And he was growing distant from his children. He was jammed into a tiny apartment where he froze in the winter and sweat in the summer. And he had somehow blown up to be about 40 pounds overweight. His dreams of being a judge and of, uh, of being you know, a legal, uh, ideal person felt like years away, impossible, distant, distant away. And to top it all off, his uh, girlfriend and him just broke up, and it was Christmas time. So he was very, very, very depressed. But then, while walking on a mountain trail on New Year's Day, I mean, this article was written a few years ago, about, I think, in 2010, but it's really, when I found it, I really wanted to share it because it's, it's a very heartfelt, you know, story. So anyway, on a New Year's Day, deep in despair, John heard a voice, a sudden voice, unexpected crystal clear message that caused him to begin thinking that maybe, just maybe, he could find a way to make his life at least tolerable if, instead of focusing on everything he had lost, he could find a way to be grateful for what he had. So, with the memory of his grandfather for inspiration, John imagined that he might truly begin to feel grateful if he too were to write a heartfelt thank you note every day. So John began his handwriting, brief, you know, short messages, a sincere daily note of appreciation. He figured that by the end of the year, at the very least, he would have a 365 thank you. And he had nothing to lose. He started by writing and sending his thank yous, sometimes just one true, meaningful sentence for a gift, for kindness from a friend, a co-worker, for a business associate, old college friends, store clerics, handyman, neighbors. He thanked anyone, anyone who he, who he had done him good, he, whether past or present, large or small. And when he ran out of obvious people to thank, he looked harder, and he found much more to say thank you for. All this began the first day of, well, for him, it started in 2008. And during John's year of thank yous, the global economy took a nosedive. The bank across the street from him, from his office, failed. And things all around him seemed to get worse. But for John's benefit, things start to change. He began his life to, to remarkably, remarkably turn around. 
friendship, he lost weight, he started having financial gain and more. Note by note, his entire life turned around. John's story and his experience is illuminating, encouraging, inspiring, and it's also instructive. So is gratitude what keep us connected to our power? So, I mean, I say yes. The, gra- the grateful mind is constantly fixed upon the best. So, therefore, if, tends, if, if um, it tends to become the best, it takes the form or character of the best and will receive the best, and this is by Walt's Walt look. So, basically, I mean, the story, you know, I mean, this is a typical um, middle age, if you want to say, or something like that, a person who finds himself live at overwhelming, right, Tony? And, you know, he lost his job, his job's not doing well, broke, relationships not there, uh, start gaining weight, start feeling depressed, overwhelmed, and everything. And, I mean, he found a way. I'm not saying that we all got to go out there and start writing thank you notes to change our lives. But with the message here is the attitude of gratitude, to be thankful for every little thing. And I'm telling you, it's very, very powerful practice. What do you think of the story? Excellent. Excellent. And it is, it, it's another way to express an emotion, and, you know, and it's another way to, to, to be successful. I mean, you know, gratitude is a way of doing it also. There's many ways. And like you said, not everyone might be able to do that. They might not have to write a letter every day. But once you start doing something for 21 days, you'll change the way you think because you can create a new habit. So it's certainly a great way of doing it. It's a great way to get to the next level, you know, in your, in your life and your expression of your life. You know, I mean, I had actually, um, I think it was last year, I had a guest who came on the show. He also started uh, it's almost like a big giant foundation about a note of thank you. And it started with a similar story. You know, the guy, you know, he uh, send, started by sending a little note of thank you to his sister. And then it became like, you know, something that, you know, it grew to, to be so big. And he his goal was to reach, I think, 10 million or something. So people yeah. will go into this site and then they write their own thank you. And that's why I was actually trying to not like reach a million, <laughs> you know, but per se, you know, have people really, you know, share their gratitude, you know, um, whether on the air or just like, you know, just say it out loud. I think it makes you feel good to just say, I am grateful for this, you know, and I think we don't do that. Like, even like, you know, I mean, and this is what I have, uh, you know, my issues with all of this. I mean, I... I appreciate everything, you know. I mean, I think it's give us a reason. Actually, Thanksgiving is one of um, one of my favorite holidays, and the reason being because it's a day to gratitude. It's like we almost, uh, you know, have a special day for gratitude, but I like to take it into the rest of the year. I like people to start feeling it every day. I don't like Black Friday. I don't like what comes with the, the, the concept of Thanksgiving, I don't get sold on it. And I hope people start waking up, waking up and realizing don't be sold into something that, you know, realize that your life is going to be complete whether you have that extra whatever or not. You know what I mean? We, we are so, you know, do you follow what I'm trying to say here? I wasn't going to mention this on the air, but I, it, it really every year is just kind of like, you know, like I wish we just can like, See beyond that. Can we see beyond that? I really hope we can. Yes, definitely. 
definitely. And again, you know, it's it's just the way society changes, and and we have to, um, you know, try to work with it the best we can, and not participate when we don't have to. Because again, you know, exactly. tomorrow uh, yeah, it's like tomorrow Black Friday, and then you got the weekend, and even today stores open early on Thanksgiving. So another, it's crazy, you know, another, it's crazy, right? Yeah, I think that's crazy, but you know what? I'm grateful for whatever it is. That's what I have to keep that in my mind because you know I, I you know, complaining about something. I think it's not a that's not the 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 goal here. It's to really kind of bring awareness. I like to bring awareness to people's mind, you know, of way of thinking, of way of doing things to themselves in their life. So you can either add. I always say if something doesn't add to your life in a good way, meaning serving your purpose on this planet, in this lifetime, you do not need it. You know, support what feeds your soul, what feeds your soul, not what feeds your, you know, your ego, if that makes any sense. Right. That's so true. So true. It is so true. And, you know, what's that? Oh, you have other messages too, huh, from other great messages? I have a lot of messages that I'm going to share, but I just wanted to say, you know, my friends, I mean, no matter what your personal situation, you too can begin to experience the best the life has to offer if you're simply willing to take another look and find things to be grateful for. And I can guarantee you if you send it still, you know, if you start this practice, like even what Professor um, uh, Emmons has mentioned, it's not just about like a, a gratitude journal, which I agree, you know, I think you should have a gratitude journal because I'm all about journaling. And I do have a gratitude journal. And I think it's, it's, it's about the creating a new habit of doing things. So when you write things down, whether you want to write it in your gratitude journal or just a regular journal, and list the things that are working in your life and the things that you're really grateful for and then the things that you really can see them better and be grateful for them as they already had worked for you. You know, I think that's, that's how we can open our mind and then open our heart and let the two talk to each other. Don't work from your head. Don't work from your heart only because they need to work together. So, uh, Dr. Tony, would you like to say, you know, share anything before we uh, we um, play some of the messages and, and go off the air? No, we're no, pretty good. We kind of said everything. Um, no, just we can listen to messages and see what's going on. So I wanted to ask you if you could, uh, um, you don't mind in sharing your gratitude message right now on the air. Well, I'm just gratitude to be, I mean, my, you know, again, on a day like today, just being able to participate and, and you know, be part of a family and being part of, a, you know, understanding people around us and family. Because I really think the holidays is part of it is, is being with the family and and trying to just be grateful what's around you. And and even though families always have disagreements, we still have to be grateful and we have to have to be grateful for supporting each other. Because it is, you know, we are individuals but we work best as a unit. And and that's what I'm kinda of grateful for. That's beautifully said. And I hope that you continue to have many beautiful things to be grateful for in your life. Uh, Dr. Tony, and I, I, I am grateful for you. I really am grateful for every single person that comes into my life. I'm grateful that I'm able to have a voice to share 
with our listeners. I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful that I I can make a difference, and I hope I can make a difference in the world. And 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 that to me, you know, it's it's something to be grateful for. And uh, and I want to, you know, again, I'm grateful for everybody who supports the show. So make sure you follow the show and for update information. And, uh, you know, again, I mentioned before, you know, the Stitcher app is available now. And you can download it. All my episodes are available on there. You can also go to iTunes in the podcast and download all these episodes. And I do appreciate you all. Much love to you all. So I'm going to finish the show by playing some of the messages uh, that I received. And I appreciate each one of you guys who took the time to actually record their gratitude message. Until next time, my friends, stay amazing. Much love to you all. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello, Coach Rhea. This is William. I just got your message for... um what I'm thankful for for Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for my friendships. I'm thankful for the business that I'm getting. Um, thankful for a lot of things. Actually, especially thankful for the things I've been learning to make my life a lot better. Um, life is getting better, especially when you think uh, more positive. So, it's your life now. This is what my life is turning out to be. So, take care and be well. I'm thankful for my job, my health, wife, dog, and family. That's about it. I am grateful for my family. I am thankful for friends and for family. Hello, Ria. This is Andy from the Freedom Talk Radio Network. Wishing you all a very happy Thanksgiving Day over there in America. Andy's from the UK, and Freedom Talk Radio is on the airwaves. Um, just like to send my gratitude to you, Ria. Um, be kind to each other, care for each other, thank the Lord for the food, the drink, the friendships, and just be grateful for what you've got. It's a kind world if you want it to be, and it can be an ugly world if not. Thank you all for being grateful to what you've got, and please, it costs nothing to say thank you. Goodbye. Our minds have a marvelous capacity to notice the unusual. However, the opposite is true as well. The more often we see the things around us, even the beautiful and wonderful things, the more they become invisible to us. That's why we often take for granted the beauty of this world. The flowers, the trees, the birds, the clouds. Even those we love. Because we see things so often, we see them less and less. Those who live in Thanksgiving daily, however, have a way of opening their eyes and seeing the wonders and beauties of this world as though seeing them for the first time. Look around you. Notice the people you care about. Notice the fragrance of the flowers and the song of the birds. Notice and give thanks for the blue of the sky. The red of the leaves and the white of the clouds. Every sight, every smell, every taste, every sound. When we open our eyes and give thanks for the bountiful beauty of this life. We live in Thanksgiving daily. We live in Thanksgiving daily. 
a grateful heart then comes through expressing gratitude to our Heavenly Father for His blessings and to those around us for all that they bring into our lives. This requires conscious effort, at least until we have truly learned and cultivated an attitude of gratitude. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea. Okay, my friend, thank you so much for joining us. I wish you many, many blessings and, and good health and joy and happiness and many things to be grateful for. Just remember, as you as you express your gratitude today, don't forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. So I wish you a very very happy Thanksgiving. And also one more thing to just bring you to bring it to your conscious awareness: the more you use the power of gratitude, the more you connect it to your own power. Blessing to you all. Much love. And I am so grateful for each one of you. Happy Thanksgiving. Until next time, stay amazing.